You know what's crazy, y'all? I remember not only back when, you know, I had did commentary for the original Terminator and Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Y'all can check those commentaries out if y'all want. I, I not only remember good times with those movies, but I just remember when the series in general, I remember people were excited for Terminator movies. They were excited for Terminator sequels. You know, everybody got their panties in a bunch when it was a Terminator sequel without Arnold. But it's like I always say, man, there have been Terminator sequels with Arnold Schwarzenegger that are garbage. So even though this is not Terminator Salvation, we'll get to that eventually. Like Arnold's not in that movie and they tried something different and everybody bitched and complained about it. But the thing is, people seem to forget. We had this magical moment in time right here, people. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Now, let me just say this. The original Terminator movie is is, is a classic. There's no taking it away from that film. Um, James Cameron, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Michael Bain, Linda Hamilton, uh, the late, great, oh my god, what is his name? What is that actor's name? I almost called the nigga Phil Donahue. I can't remember. Phil Donahue's not even black. I can't even remember his name. But Lance Henriksen's in there. I'll, I'll look up the that actor's name um, in a second. I'm really mad I can't remember his name, but rest in peace, shout out to him. But you know, the original Terminator's classic, and the original Terminator, in my opinion, it's not just a sci-fi movie. It's a fucking horror movie. There are horror movie moments scattered all throughout that film. And the first Terminator is the only movie that's actually kind of scary in the series. I mean, there are bits and pieces of the second one that are scary because the T-1000 is definitely a brand new type of killing machine. And while we're talking about the T-1000, let's just let's just put it out there. Can we fully accept the fact, finally, for once in our lives, and can Hollywood accept the fact you're never going to get better than Terminator 2. The bar is set so high. like It's kind of like what James Cameron did with Aliens. You're never going to be better than Terminator 2. You know, you managed to make a sequel better than better than the original. Yes, people, I think Aliens is better than Alien. I think Terminator 2 is better than Terminator 1, of course. It's one of the reasons why the only glimmer of hope that I have for the most overrated fucking sequel of all time that hasn't even dropped yet, Avatar 2, the only reason I think that movie might be something as much as they're gassing it up is because if James Cameron knows one thing to do is is sequels. He knows how to make sequels epic he knows how to knock him out the park that's what he does but terminator 2 is just one of those movies you can't get better than that i don't give a fuck what you do with the new terminator if you make arnold evil again if you make him good and evil half and half like they did in this piece of shit you know i'm not gonna call it a piece of shit altogether because there are little parts of this film that are actually really decent but for the most part people i just i gotta say man terminator 3 rise of the machines 2003 this i I don't like this movie very much man i'm not gonna hold y'all in in comparison to the last two terminator movies i did commentary for this is going to be a big fucking step down man and i'm gonna tell y'all why because you know of course james cameron not coming back to direct that's cool you know steven spielberg didn't come back to direct to direct jurassic park 3 and i still like it better than a movie that he did in the series it's better than the lost world it's not better than the first one but who who was um Oh, it was uh, the guy who did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Joe Johnston had done uh, Jurassic Park 3. He managed to make a better sequel than the OG director did. This this ain't that case. This ain't a case like this. This this dude, let's look him up real quick. Jonathan Mostow. Mr. Mr. Mostow. Um, 
I want to see what he's done other than this. Beverly Hills Body Snatchers. He did. Uh, he's got an executive producing credit to the game. I don't think that's the one with Michael Douglas. Um, U571 wasn't a fan of that movie. Didn't see it. He had some type of hand in Hancock. Ugh, the house at the end of the street. He's got some type of hand in that. That movie was fucking garbage. That movie with Jennifer Lawrence. People, I swear to God, watch the house at the end of the street. That shit is straight up trash. But, you know, you get this director who's not a real big known name director. Not for me anyway. You know, to fill the shoes of James Cameron, like he can't even tie this man's shoelaces. I almost said tie his socks. But he can't even do that shit either. If it was a thing, if they had socks with, with laces on them, he wouldn't be able to tie them bitches up either. And there's no disrespect to this director, man. I just felt like he just he didn't break any new ground for real, for real. You know, for the most part, there were like the Terminator 2 is monumental. It's a monumental movie. We've seen action sequences and special effects that we have never seen anything like it. And a lot of that shit still holds up today. And like. I, I don't know. Terminator 2 is just one of those movies that had some of the best, you know, along with Bad Boys 2, some of the best action sequences I've ever seen in an in a action movie before. And Fast and Furious 7 also. And Fast and Furious 6. But, I, like, this movie, man, dropped the ball so fucking hard. And it's like, y'all, it's like, did y'all want to make a mockery of this shit? Like, there's humor in both the Terminator movies, the first two. Uh, there's a little, there's way more humor in the second one than the first one because the first one was it was a very serious tone to it it was to be taken very seriously but because arnold came back as a good t800 model in the second one there was a lot of laughs to be had and the humor lands for the most part it still holds up but this shit y'all wanted to come in playing you know y'all y'all came in here playing around and taking this shit like it was a joke and that's one of the reasons that the film suffers no disrespect to arnold schwarzenegger man he is doing what he is supposed to do he's giving you everything that's on paper and maybe a little bit of ad lib here and there but i'm not sure i'm not too too sure about that Kristana loken fine as fuck man she's fucking gorgeous i can't really say she's one of the best actresses in the world because i've only seen her in this the Uwe Boll movie Blood Rain, and there was another movie I saw her in, and her acting is just very, like, one-dimensional, but those are the types of characters she plays. Claire Danes is pretty much the only saving grace in this movie, man, because I like her as, um, Catherine Brewster. She's a badass, but to pair her up and to replace Edward Furlong with Nick Stahl, Nick Stahl is garbage in this movie, people, and I'm sorry, I don't want to keep going on before we get into this commentary, he's a fucking trash replacement for Edward Furlong, who was such a likable asshole, rebellious teenage character in part two, so to get, so to have his, you know, his successor be Nick fucking Stahl, like, like, come on, man, Earl Bowen comes back as Dr. Silverman, David Andrews from Graveyard Shift is in here, he plays Robert Brewster, Catherine Brewster's dad, and they don't even use him enough, because he, he low-key would have the potential to be a badass, but he's behind that Skynet bullshit, so he's a part of the problem. But I'm just saying, man, they fumbled so much shit in here, people. But nonetheless, this is on Netflix. This is where I'm watching it, unfortunately. And this is the standard theatrical cut. Why would there be an alternate version of Terminator 3 Rise of Machines? I don't know. I hope there's not. But I'm pretty sure it's out there somewhere. I can just do without it. But, you know, that's just in case y'all are tuning in with me. And y'all know if y'all are tuning in, y'all are the true to the reviews MVP. So that being said, people, let's just jump into this commentary for Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. I will hit the play button in three, two, one. We're going to have a good time, though. I promise y'all that. Y'all already know we're going to have a good time with this one. 
I'm debating whether I should turn this volume down or not because I'm in front of the bigger TV. And as soon as I said that, this uh, those waves crashing towards me. I wish this was a 3D TV. It's HD, but I'm pretty sure I would have fell out of my seat. Yeah, this Intermedia production logo, I love that shit. Now, normally, hold on, people. My bad, it's ice in my water and shit, but normally, normally, this would be a shit show edition commentary, but I feel like this is not the worst Terminator movie in the series. I feel like that honor definitely goes to Terminator Genesis because holy fuck, that movie is atrocious after, is it's, it's kind of, Terminator genesis it does what the texas chainsaw massacre 3d did where the the opening sequence has so much promise probably the first 10 15 minutes of the movie has promise and then the rest of it just fucking you know they take the seat belts off they break the steering wheel off they fucking you know the all of it all of it Then they got this end of the world ass music, like shit was about to get real. You know how long people waited for this movie? The future has not been written. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. You're just not, you're just not convincing at all, John Connor. Like even if he tries, if if you're the leader of the resistance, then we're fucked, yo. Because I don't, he he's not convincing at all. It's like yo, you're supposed to be our only hope for humanity. I wish I could believe that. Get who who's second in command, dog? Cause My get bring him John up. Connor. They tried to murder me before I was born. When I was thirteen, they tried again. Machines from the future. He just it's 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 like I don't know if he was high while he had to do the narration off the cue cards or what. My told me the storm was coming. Judgment day. Beginning of a war between man and machines. Three billion lives would vanish in an instant. And I would lead what was left of the human race to ultimate victory. Now I'm not gonna lie, um God damn, can we have just gotten this moment? No bombs fell. Like, I really wish they would have continued on with the Terminator Salvation storyline. And we got to see John Connor get victorious with Kyle Reese and then have to send Reese back in time. Like, I should feel safe. But I don't. So I live off the grid. No phone. No address. No one and nothing can find me. This is actually an autobiography right here. He's he's talking about his, you know, how shit really is after this movie. I can't erase my dreams. My nightmares. He's just like he don't even look like Edward Furlong, John Connor. Like they didn't even try. Like I feel like the director probably owed somebody a favor like his wife's nephew was in town.
You know, I, like, I'm sorry. All these T-800s, I, like, I, I get it. The T-800s are the bad guys. It's the war on the machines and shit. But I don't blame these motherfuckers for hunting down Nick Stahl's version of John Connor because I, like, you know. Like, if the T-800s came, if I was a, the head of Skynet and the T-800s came to my office and was like, sir, we have to exterminate John Connor, I'd be like, wait. Edward Furlong's version of John Connor? They'd be like, no, Nick Styles' version of John Connor. I'd be like, oh, well, go ahead. We could recast. Christian Bell will be around in a couple years. And then he just bangs out on a motorcycle. And, it, and, it's, and it's like, oh, what are, you, are, are we trying to do a nod to Terminator 2 and Terminator 1 because Arnold was on a motorcycle? Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't. I'm sorry, people. I'm really going to try not to to really go too hard on this movie. But Nick style as John Connor is not it, yo. It was not the move. It was not the move. And the thing about this movie, this movie doesn't even feel like it's in conjunction with the other two. It just feels like a completely different movie. And in my opinion, they went a little too CG crazy in this movie. Like there was a lot of there was a lot of CG in Terminator 2. Um, and there's like stop motion in the first one, but a lot of Terminator 2 was practical. It was practical as hell. The car chases, like the, the the wounds, and a lot of the effects were done practically. A lot of this shit, they just piled on the CG, I guess, because I don't know if they had a bigger budget or what. All I know is I need to shut up because there is a naked Kristana Loken walking down the block, ladies and gentlemen. And you don't get this in a lot of movies. So I feel like we should just appreciate this moment in time. Yeah, I know. She looked at her body and was like, Jesus, do you do Pilates, lady? Mm. I like this car. Damn. And then she, like, she had that long, I, I wish she would have kept her hair, like, down and, like, crinkly like that. Jesus Christ, man. That is, that is a nigga's weakness right there. Jesus, look at that phone. And it, it, it's like, okay, like, I remember when I saw this for the first time, I was like, oh, okay, she can manipulate and control other machines. I get it. Okay, that's something different. She's not just a replica of the T-1000. But I just feel like she wasn't really too much of a formidable opponent for, for Arnie in this one, as much as they made her. Should sound like need for speed for a second. What was it? Hot pursuit? Yeah. 
Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Highway Patrol, stop your car. That was one of the best ones. That that really is in the entire Need for Speed series. Part 3 Hot Pursuit was the best one on PlayStation, and I don't like PlayStation at all. That's when you could unlock that, what was the fastest car on there? I think it was called the El Nino. Keep sweet talking me, girl. She said it like that's how porn starts. I like your gun. What's wrong with this thing? I hate machines. Hello? Claire Danes. I, I really like Claire Danes in pretty much everything she's in. The only thing I didn't really enjoy her in as much as I wanted to was the mod squad. And that movie in general was kind of one of those. It's like, eh. Scott was really looking forward to this. One of the things I actually I used to love, and I, I it's, it feels like a repressed memory, but a memory nonetheless. I swear to God, Claire Danes was in this. Was it a TV show or was it a movie? I want to say it was a TV show on MTV called My So Called Life. I don't know if it was a show or a movie, but it was some type of coming of age thing with, with Claire Danes, a young Claire Danes in there. And I used to watch that shit a lot. That's really my man from Graveyard Shift. And honestly, I'm going to be real with y'all. It wasn't until today that I realized he was that was the guy from Graveyard Shift. I know a lot of people don't like that movie either. I think it's a... I think it's an underrated creature feature, honestly. Okay, what do we got? This new computer virus is a tricky bastard. It's infected half of the civilian internet as well as secondary military apps. Payroll, inventory, primary defense nets are still clean. And so far, the firewalls are holding up. Sir, the Pentagon has proposed that we use our AI to scan the entire infrastructure, search and destroy for any hint of the virus. Nah. I know, Tony, but that's like going after a fly with a bazooka. Well, once the connection's made, it should only be a matter of minutes. In which we put everything from satellites to missile silos under the control of a single computer system. The most intelligent system ever conceived. I still prefer to keep humans in the loop. I'm not sure Skynet's ready. Yes, sir. This, I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, this movie feels so different from the others. And I get it, you know, directors have to bring their own flair um, to movies that are, you know, you could be like a, several movies in, in a franchise, a successful franchise, but it happens, you know, you, very rarely do you have uh, the same director for, you know, action franchises or franchises in general. Different director for a lot of Mission Impossible movies, Terminator movies, Fast and Furious, X-Men I wonder what the audience reaction was when they saw Arnold again. Like, did they did they think they were going to be in for like the the 
the movie extravaganza of a lifetime did they think that this was going to be better than terminator 2 like i did or did they just know just just bossing stepping over broken glass like it's nothing John, man, yo, I'm sorry, man. They just made him just non-existent. Even in the scenes he's in, like, I, when I say non-existent, I don't mean literally, people. Because obviously he's a big part of this film and the franchise, the character. But this version of John Connor is just fucking like he has no personality whatsoever for me man like even when he's talking about sarah connor when she dies he's like well how she died he's like leukemia she wanted her ashes spread all over the mexican coast or whatever the fuck he says it's like nigga put some oomph into your performance bitch yo that's that dude who's in every movie and i can never figure out his name See, they playing. Y'all came in here playing. He went from waking up, or not waking up, but getting transported in 1984. And killing Bill Paxton and Brian Thompson and, you know what I'm saying? Then the second one, he went in there and beat them niggas' asses in, uh, in, in, in the corral. Now you, you, you you looking at a male stripper in a club like they, they y'all playing why is there a confederate flag in the background though see i'm saying talk to the hand and all this shit like come on man jesus christ that chick they they did that shot for a reason because that chick had some of the biggest titties I've ever seen on screen. That the, the Jonathan Mostow, the director, knew what he was doing. Now see when he put those star glitter glasses on, y'all playing. Y'all came in here playing, and that's why y'all movie is ass. Just making a mockery of the Terminator, like this, like it's like it's all fun and games and shit. Get on my nerves! Oh my god, this fucking movie. On on you know on a lighter note, his leather jacket in this movie is badass. I love that leather jacket, and I do love that part right there where he busts the windshield, the the window open, the driver's side window open. But that was a nice Terminator Two knot where he um you know he pulled down the overhead mirror and the keys fell out. That was what John Connor taught him in the original. Or not the original, but the second movie. I feel like the parts that mean the most to me in this movie are the small the small bits. And that's fucked up, man. Because it shouldn't be like that for a Terminator sequel. 
Jose Barrera. Yeah, why would you give away? Why would you give yourself up? Jesus. And I would have never ate there again. I don't care if my order was on the way. I'm out. And that was another cool idea. Um, the fact that she was murdering. Was that Kristen Bell? The fact that she was murdering resistance members before they even knew it. He swore he's getting some ass from his sister's friend. Damn! And these are kids she's murdering. Like, cold blood type shit. Dump the clip out on him. That was cool because it... That really could have been something that... They should have went way further with that and made it like a horror movie again. It would have been a nice nod to the first movie. You know, making the trilogy come full circle. Where the TX... Felt like a serial killer. She should have just been hunting down resistance members. They sh they could have died one by one. Maybe some of them survived outside of John Connor and Catherine Brewster. Would have been a cool idea for them to go on with. But they kind of just, you know, once she finds John Connor and Catherine Brewster, she's kind of going after them. I wish that she would have just continued to try to hunt down one by one the resistance members. Because then, it, you know, it adds more confusion with amongst the characters. A lot of exposition, but confusion. They would be like, well, why is she trying to kill us? And then they would have to explain. I still think that would have been a better angle for the movie. So they can just, even when you're closed, they can just call you in the middle of the night. Like, yeah, my cat just coughed, so I'm coming in. You know, I need you to check her out. Great. Junkies. Oh, I suppose you're the one who ripped us off last week. Put the phone down. Meanwhile, she's just looking at him because Nick Wild, Nick Wilds, Nick Style, this nigga just wandered on the set and then they probably cast him in the role because he really was in there looking for, you know, pills. Damn, and she was, had that not been a paintball gun, she would have, she really would have killed that man. He must not know who her dad is. She, he, he, the dad probably trained her to shoot to kill. Don't shoot the maim. Lady, stop ringing the bell. It's Hercules. I think he's got pneumonia. He just started coughing and wouldn't speak. 
You know, I was joking when I said the cat coughed. I'd be like, lady, get the fuck up out of here, man. It's two in the morning. You gotta love how the cat's name is Hercules. That is a very strong name for a feline. No, you're not. Because you don't look anything the fuck like him. I'm Kate Brewster. I don't like this John Combo. We went to West Hills Junior High together. Jesus. Look how flattered he is. Middle of eighth grade, you just disappeared. And there was that thing about your foster parents. Could you imagine explaining that story, like the whole Terminator 2 story to somebody? I didn't do it. It's like, yeah, you disappeared in the middle of 8th grade. And you'd be like, well, you wouldn't believe me if I told you that a cybernetic, you know, almost called him a cyber ninja. But y'all get where I'm going. That would have been a hell of a story. God damn, she, she's shooting a kill for real. It might be a bit of a nitpick, but like I had to adjust to the outfit that Kristana Loken has on because this shit makes her look like a fucking like a live action action figure. And is it weird that the way she licked that blood just turned me on a little bit? I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I was about to say, Claire Danes, like, stop breathing so loud, you know, that way she won't hear you, but I don't know how Kristana Loken can hear her over that loud-ass leather, you know, outfit she's got on. Does she see the bloody gauze on the floor? What's disgusting is that, I'm, I'm sorry, people, that could have been somebody on the rag, and she just would have licked it anyway, but she's a, you know, she's a robot. Primary target. She got her fix right there. When she tasted that John Connor blood. Yes, keep keys, please. Keys, please. 
damn. Now, what was the point of her just... She punched the window... Punched through the window and then ripped the door off. You could have just... Come on, now. You're just showing off. John Connor was here. Where did he go? Now that was a little fucking ridiculous. I know what movie we're in, people. But this nigga made his car, he made the pickup truck bounce off the ground just enough so it bounced over Claire Danes and ran over Kristana Loken. I mean, sure. Why not? You are the best part of this entire movie. Said every politician ever. I now I do love that part. How he just bends that crowbar or that tire iron like all easy like that to lock to lock her inside of there. Now see this. She's metal underneath, right? And she's got liquid T one thousand like skin. Lick, lick, liquefying all over her her hand to bring her back like y'all y'all get it but i'm just saying it's like okay it's cool it doesn't even look as cool as you know i'm going to have to keep making comparisons to the last movie here you're only as big as your last sequel man i'm sorry that's just how i feel about sequels you have to up the ante You are a shit actor. What if Terminator's whole mission was to take Nick Style to some acting classes? Like, what if he was really breaking character in this movie? I'd watch that movie, too. You must live. Now, listen, I know... I don't even know what they were going for if Edward Furlong was old enough at the time. And I know he was going through like some really bad shit in his life. I'm really glad he got through that because I like Edward Furlong a lot. And it's always good to see him in interviews and just see him in anything, really. But, like, how fucking dope would it have been for Edward Furlong to be back? You know, after all this time, man. I feel like that would have meant a whole lot. definitely would have meant a lot and as, as many problems as i had with terminator dark fate it was decent seeing linda hamilton and arnold schwarzenegger together again after all those years See if you can get him down. 
Hey, it's that other guy who's in every other movie, and I don't know his name. I know for sure the one that's trying to pull Arnold up. He was in Charlie's Angels. He was the guy that, you know, he tried to strangle Cameron Diaz in the bathroom. And he's the one that gave up Vivian Wood's name. She's like, please hurry. I'm being kidnapped by the shittiest actor in this franchise next to Jai Courtney. Shit. Now, I will say this. Um, Nick Stahl, while I don't like him at all as John Connor, this motherfucker is Gary Oldman compared to Jai Courtney as Kyle Reese. Because I don't like... Yo, I'm telling y'all. When we get to... Um, whenever we decide to get to uh, Terminator Genesis commentary... Ooh, that's that will be an intox commentary. I got to make that my business. I mean, all she's doing is turning all these cars into Teslas. And of course, in every Terminator movie, there has to be a chase with a small car as opposed to a really big vehicle. It happened in Terminator 1 where, you know, Arnold's in that big ass oil tanker. Terminator 2, when T-1000's in that big ass truck. So you have to do it in this one too. Only thing is, it's not as cool. This chase sequence is not anywhere near as cool. It's not as exciting. See? And you don't have no insurance. Yeah, his car is mangled. This is my company car, asshole. Sit your ass out here. Get your ass out of the car. What are you doing? You don't have insurance. I'm gonna rip your fall. Hey, listen. Jesus, man. It's like is that Claire Days back there? Loved her in Broke Down Palace. Was that that movie she was in? I want to say broke down palace wherever it was where they were they were locked up somewhere and they couldn't get out but he just started directing traffic all of a sudden damn yeah he's just having a bad day all around
she is not letting up on this dude. Now, I wonder was Arnold's stunt double the same Mexican guy that was his stunt double in Terminator 2? Because that motherfucker, that, that dude, I'm telling you, that stunt double was Mexican. Just so much property destruction, like, they just don't care. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta admit something to y'all right now. This chase sequence, while it does not live up, this may be more entertaining than the chase sequence. The first, you know, truck, big vehicle chase sequence we get in Terminator Dark Fate. I might have to give it to this one. Because now Arnold's on the hook flying around, knocking over ambulances. I give him an A for effort. Jesus, man. And that poor inflatable pool. Oh, no, it was an inflatable little uh, ball pit. <laughs> and poor Arnie, man. He's just... She's dragging that motherfucker around like the safe in Fast Five. He's just getting dragged through everything, yo. Buildings and all. <laughs> yo. Okay, I forgot that there are parts in here that are decent. Oh. A little sexy smile she did. Thinking she got the upper hand. Yeah, they had they had the right idea because I'm, I'm I'm getting out of there. You can have it, bro. You just smack dead on into our fire truck. You can have it. It belongs to you now.
this shit here, man. Just tearing the fucking streets up. But I kind of like that he he made it so that it, it was a trap for her. Yeah, he's like, I got this, man. Get your bitch ass in the passenger seat. You are you are not top billing in this movie for you to be driving. That's that classic villain. That's that I'm going to get you villain look right there. I like it. He's checking his face like you are not Edward Furlong. She's like, no, you look nothing like the last one. <laughs> I would have been fired off of a Terminator film, though, because I would have broke character too many times with this dude. That truck is busted. I'm surprised they didn't get pulled over on the highway. I don't rem I don't remember if they do or not. I mean, in fact, I don't think they do because they stop at a gas station. But it's like a cop probably would have pulled them over like, yo, do you know that your truck is on fire? That is a really decent plot point, though. Oh no! Oh, you shouldn't even exist. I mean, we took out Cyberdyne over ten years ago, but we stopped Judgment Day. You only postponed it. Judgment Day is inevitable. I require a cutting tool. <laughs> Now that's what I would have been talking shit to him. Oh, but you just told me to move over. You ain't want me to drive. Now you gotta cut whatever this thing is. Ugh. You gotta cut whatever this thing is up out of you. Stan Winston and his crew on the uh, on the effects too, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty cool, though. Like how he just gets this thing up out of his stomach that the TX hit him with. 
I'd have been like, so why they keep sending your ass back? They keep they keep sending you back to protect me, and the motherfuckers that's trying to kill me are twenty thousand times more powerful than you. But then he'll give me the Terminator Genesis line like, "I'm old, not obsolete." No big deal, just a small explosion in the desert somewhere with a shockwave from the Crazies remake. Like, no, nothing major. Happens all the time. Look at that shit, man. Could you imagine driving and just seeing that explosion out of nowhere? Now, I wonder if that's a real, like, store at the gas station called AMPM. Man, this is whack. It's been like this for hours, every goddamn station. Oh, beef jerky. You gotta have beef jerky. Anytime you are on a road trip and stop at the gas station, you better get yourself some beef jerky. Turkey jerky, whatever it is. Teriyaki. Don't matter. Or them little turkey bites, them jerky bites. I'm telling you, man, all that shit is popping. See what I'm saying? Y'all playing. Y'all, y'all playing. Damn. She fucking, she had the spring shoes from Toe Jam and Earl when she leaped out of there. <laughs> he was just holding, like she's a child. He was just holding her up with one hand. With the most obvious and rememberable, rememberable, memorable license plate ever. He's like, well, you know, you can't beat fate. He's a robot from the future. That was a very arrogant moment from John Connor that I don't like in this movie. There are a lot of things I don't like about him in this movie, but that moment right there, he's just like, tell her who I am. And then when he says who he is, you know, he look he looks at Claire Danes. He's just like, well, there you have it. You ready to fuck me now? Something important. 
with your life something amazing. And maybe the most important thing anyone has ever done is a catch. Something terrible has to happen. You, you couldn't live with yourself if you didn't try to stop it. But what are you talking about? It's just the life you know, all the stuff that you take for granted. It's not going to last. I mean, good things last if you take care of them. Back there, why, why did you say Kripke's basement? Because that's that my Kripke's house. That's where the kids used to go make out, right? She's so ashamed. <laughs> so you and me. Wait, did we? Holy shit, we did. We made out in Kripke's basement. I cannot believe you remember that. Wow, I must. Have made some kind of impression. Break. I don't remember because the next day you were in the news. Yeah, he was at the Galleria ripping folks off. Wait a second. You and me hooked up the day before I first met him. And now, again, ten years later. Ooh. We were supposed to meet. Yeah. Coincidence. You know, all this talk about Mike Mike Kripke and all this shit, Kripkeeper, whatever. Who, like, can we ever find out what happened to his friend from Terminator 2? I can't remember the actor's name, but the kid who was with him in the Galleria, the one who was from Salucha Shorts, he was Budnick in Salucha Shorts. Can we find out whatever happened to that kid? Because he didn't snitch on his homie. He let him know that the T-1000 had to drop on him. He was like, split, man, just go. There's some cops scoping for you. Check it out. And he, he, he didn't... He didn't dime his friend out. Can we bring him back to Terminator? Like 12 or something? Whoa. You are flexible, lady. Ugh. Now, how many times have we seen that in movies, yo? Like, where the person gets murdered off screen and blood just splatters? Hi, I'm Detective Edwards, LAPD. This is Detective Bell. We're looking for Catherine Brewster. She here? No. Your uh, her fiance is Scott Mason? Yes. A few hours ago there was an incident at the veterinary hospital where she works. We're concerned that something may have happened to her. Where is she? Well, we got a report from the First of all, if I was an FBI agent, I'm I'm taking your ass down to the uh, you know, to the precinct or wherever the hell. I'll help you find her. Cuz you are just you're just too creepy. Where is she? I'll help you find her. I'd be like, yep, he did it. He did it. Or he is a robot who can change into people and control other machines. Come with me. If you want to live. Come. I do also like um, the fact that, you know, Arnold is not just a authoritative figure for john connor but Catherine brewster in this movie it's almost this you know this father-like relationship that they try to establish in this one it's not as strong as the last movie but it's it's there 
No fate for what we make. This this scene had me concerned. When he busts through the mausoleum and, and you know, grabs Sarah Connor's casket the way he did, like that shit, I was like, oh my god, this where we going with this movie? Sarah Connor was cremated in Mexico. Her friends scattered her ashes in the sea. They stored these weapons in accordance with her will. What happened to her? That's a hell of a will right there. She says, son, Leukemia. placed in this casket is everything you need to blow up the earth. It also makes me think about what friends in Mexico scattered her ashes because the only friends in Mexico I know she had. Was that even in Mexico or was that just like the desert area? I'm wondering was it Enrique and his family from from part two? But there's a deleted scene where Enrique and his family are killed by the T1000. So I don't know if it's if, if they were still in existence in this timeline or whatever the fuck. Arnold's not even listening. He's like, whatever, man. Out of my way. You haven't gotten the idea yet, girl. That's enough. Move or I'll do it. I swear I will. I'll shoot you. Go ahead and see what happens. that yeah you get it now we've been trying to tell you lady now, of course the tear gas is another nod from the previous movie we get what you did there guys we see it He got the extended clip on that handgun. Alright, well, if you don't believe in yourself, then I damn sure don't. Bye. know if that's the is that the same gun that the rock had in gi joe retaliation because that thing got the air holes in that long ass barrel
Just all types of disrespectful driving through that man's stomach. It's probably one of the goriest moments in the Terminator franchise, honestly. Oh, it's just tear gas, baby girl. You'll be all right. You're safe now. They can't hurt you. Dr. Silverman, man. They did him dirty. I know he... I don't think he was originally written for a big role in this movie. But he has such a small role, but pretty important in uh, Terminator 1. And he got out just in the nick of time. The moment he's walking out of the police station, Arnold's walking in for that classic I'll be back line in the police station massacre shootout type of situation. Then he's, he's a really big part of Terminator 2. When they're in Pescadero Hospital. But I didn't think he was only going to be in this one for like five minutes. He had that PTSD moment. This was badass though. And I love how when Dr. Silverman sees Arnold... It's, it's slow motion for a little bit. He's carrying that casket with John Connor in there. And he's got that badass gun. That's badass right there. That's one of the best shots in the whole movie. <laughs> and Silverman just took the fuck off. He's like, nope, not three times. I'm not dealing with this three times in my life. Shit. Whew. I remember when I saw that picture. I don't remember what Starlog or whatever magazine it was in I was reading while I was keeping up with the production of this movie. But that shot of Arnold carrying that casket with that gun in his hand. I did not know what they were going to do with that scene. Yeah, so not always about you. Everybody needs that, you know, that moment where you have like a Will Patton or Arnold Schwarzenegger remind your ass, this shit is not all about you. I love how Will Patton did that in Halloween Kills. He's like, it's not about you, Laurie. So cut the bullshit. to the rescue Get 
Yo, I really, I've always wondered this, and, you know, as much as I, you know, geek out over Night Living Dead, that opening sequence, I always wonder how people feel about when movies are filmed in cemeteries. Well, he wasn't a great actor to begin with, so it's not a big loss now, is it? She, she is hanging on for dear life, yo. Turned the hearse into a drop top. Now that that was cool. That was cool. I can't lie. It was. And I understand you have to do some shit with CG enhancements. <laughs> you got to do some shit with CG enhancements. I get it, but the the like, I wish the blend of practical and CG was a little bit better in this movie. I know it was like 2003. I get it. But there's cool moments. That's another thing I wish they would have done more of uh, also is the fact that she has these different types of tools inside of her that she can use. Like this right here. She's got a fucking flamethrower. You know, she just had a she had a saw to cut open the top of the hearse. Like, I wish we would have got way more of that. Like, TX is, she's cool, man. She's, like, she's cool, and she has cool moments, but I just feel like they went, like, they went out of their way to just, oh, this is going to be the female T-1000, as opposed to her just completely being her own thing. Yes, she can control machines and all the other enhancements she has, but it just, it's too much of an emphasis on the fact that she's just a female version of, of T-1000. Now, this is the part where if I'm John, I'm like, look, yes, your fiance died, but can you help me with these guns and shit? It's a lot of ammunition we have to load up. She killed Scott because of me. Well, yeah. You'll get used to it because I had to when I was 13. It's not your fault. 
Damn, is that a grenade launcher you got? Sure about this. Yep. About her and me, I mean. Your confusion is not rational. She's a healthy female of breeding age. I think there's a little more to it than that. My database does not encompass the dynamics of human peer bonding. All right, man. Damn. Every time we try to have a fucking conversation, you got to ruin it. This Terminatrix, how many others does she have on her hit list? 22. Anderson Elizabeth, Anderson William, Ferreira Jose, Brewster Robert. My father? Harvey Weinstein. It's a joke, people. Calm down. Let me relax. Actually, fuck that. We know Harvey Weinstein's a piece of shit. I can crack all the jokes I want. I was about to say, let me relax, because we see where jokes have gotten, people. Y'all seen the Oscars last night. Which, by the way, I know I did an episode saying my piece and talking about my thoughts on the whole Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars last night. And I said what I said. But I do love that more than anything first of all will smith got his oscar after that so big shout out to will smith shout out to philly but i love more than anything that they both issued public apologies to not only each other but the families of everybody else and the academy i feel like that's what men should do you know what i'm saying if they're not going to box it out then yeah sure just talk the time heals all as they say He's the only one who ever could. We have to get to him before the TX does. Negative. I cannot jeopardize my mission. This is your mission, to save people. My mission is to ensure the survival of John Connor and Catherine Brewster. I'm, Stop I'm telling me how to do my fucking job. I'm not programmed to follow your orders. After the nuclear war, you both will leave. A nuclear war? <laughs> it doesn't have to be a war. We can stop it. There's insufficient time. He is not listening to y'all. 618, that is very specific. These people are assholes. I'm pretty sure nobody in the audience believed that John Connor was going to kill himself in this scene. you in this movie motor functions I calculated 83 percent probability that you will not pull that trigger <laughs> well why you gotta go put my business out in the street like that
And here comes another, I mean a little bit, but the sequence over at Skynet or Cyberdyne, whatever the hell the building uh, Catherine's father works at, I, I don't like the way those fucking machines look, the ones that are just going around just shooting rapid gunfire at everybody in the building. I hate the way those machines look. They remind me of those big dumbass machines from the Fifth Element. Uh, I think it was the beginning of the movie. Those big, stupid, waddling fucking machines in the Fifth Element. I can't. I couldn't stand them. And I think he tried to put his key in, or his hand through the, the, the walls before it closed and Luke Perry was bitching. There's a lot of stuff going on in that movie. No. If we get killed, does that mean anything to you? A little bit. Will die, I will become useless. There will be no reason for me to exist. Thank you for doing this. Your gratitude is not required. You will not be in the sequel. Bryce Dallas Howard will be. Who, by the way, was a nice follow-up. Like, Claire Danes is good in this movie. I feel like she's one of the better actors or actresses in this film. But I, I see where they went. With the redhead, you know, uh, uh, blue eyes. Even though Bryce Dallas Howard has way more piercing eyes than than Claire Danes does. But I see why they casted Bryce Dallas Howard as, um, you know, the next cast, Catherine Brewster in Terminator Salvation. Christian Bale, a lot of people don't like him, but it was better than what we got here as John Connor. One of the people in Terminator Salvation that is completely wasted as a character is Michael Ironside. I don't know why they did not give that man a bigger role in that film, but he's awesome. So you ain't shit, huh? This has to be a mistake. Because 1,100 hours, all primary military systems were secure. They were. Only the civilian sector was affected. Internet, air traffic, power plants, that sort of thing. Well, then a few minutes ago, we got word that guidance computers in Vandenberg crashed. We thought it was a communications error, but now it looks like the virus. Early warning in Alaska's down. What? Signals from half our satellites are scrambled beyond recognition. What about the missile silos, the subs? We've lost contact. Dear God, you're saying this country is completely open to attack. Theoretically, we could be under attack already. Who's doing this? Foreign power, some computer hacker in his garage. We can't trace the virus. We can't pin it down. It's something like we've ever seen before. It keeps growing. Wait, is it the big dumb machines or is it those flying ones that are just going haywire in the, in the building killing everybody? I really can't remember. I just know it's machines. It's the design of machine in here I do not like. The gliders are like, all right, cool. That's actually what we see in the in the future future, I think. Just a smaller model, but I'm pretty sure there's a big dumb looking machine in this movie. 
I don't believe you at all. She don't want to. I'd have been like, well, you could have fooled me, girl, because you was slobbing me down. And I love how hesitant she was to let him know that. I really do like Claire Danes in this movie, man. She is the... Oh, shit, I forgot the TX made it into the building. She walks like a serial killer. Why won't she just let her hair down? First of all, don't call my phone in front of all my employees yelling at me. <laughs> this is... This is Zuckerberg getting yelled at, like, for the smallest mistakes. Now, these motherfuckers have been posting freaky shit back in 2011. I need you to block them. Yo, they really do that, by the way, man. Like, they, they blocked me off Facebook for, like, a week because of a post from, like, two, three years ago. Like, do y'all be trying to scrub that much? Like, come on. TX looks like a sexy, manipulative, soul-snatching stewardess. I'm sorry, but that's exactly what she looks like in that outfit right there. Almost like she could be a Marvel villain, but if she was a stewardess. Okay, the T12s, I guess. T1-2. Shit look like something that they got in one of the Star Wars movies before it gets dirty on Tatooine or something. I just don't. I don't like the way these things look. I really don't. Now, if I work there, I'll be looking at the screen like, sir, sir, shit just keeps popping up. I don't know what none of it means. It's my first day. I'm telling y'all, it just, it looked like, it looks like hieroglyphics. No, uh, just log off and unplug everything. We're going home for tonight. Fuck this shit. Why was he so excited? Do you realize what you've done?
<laughs> I forgot about that part. He's looking like, what the hell did you do to my baby? But then I realized she wasn't even bleeding when she was getting shot. Damn. Damn. That gun is crazy right there. It's not even a fucking, uh, you know, it's not even a grenade launcher. That nigga's just shooting goose eggs at her. Oh my god, we know, Arnie, we know. It's over, sir. You got hit up like five times. Nice shoes, though. My cat really fell asleep during the commentary, people. He, see, this is this is why good co-hosts are hard to find, man. That shit. I don't I hate that fucking model. The turret guns are, are cool, but that I do not like it. He said we have to get there, sir. You are currently full of holes. This shit look like something out of Ro the first RoboCop movie. Like I don't, I, I just don't like that machine. And her dad is a hell of a trooper, man, because he survived all those gunshots close range. Look how fucking silly this thing looks. It looks like something I'd make with like a Rector set. Wasn't that what it was called back in the day? I feel like I'm showing my age without telling my age again. Erector said was whatever the hell that thing was they used in the Sandlot. Yeah, there you go, Arnie. There you go, Arnie. That's what I'm talking about, man. He he detached the turret gun way before Master Chief or the Rock did in Furious Seven. I didn't mean Master Chief was in Furious 7. I meant just Master Chief and The Rock when he was in. Y'all understand. I feel the need to always clear shit up, man. Because I know a lot of people out there just do not. I was saying this shit to somebody like last week or so. I said that a lot of people, you know, don't speak the language. But I hope if you tune in that you do. You know, movie, movie geeks united. Facility in the Sierra Nevada Mountains, 52 miles northeast, bearing 0 0.5 degrees. Oh, look, just get us there, damn it. I'm like, sir, what makes you think I'm going to be sticking around your daughter? Damn. No. No. Yeah, it happened. I know, I know. It's casualties of war, baby. 
Mr. Schultz coming down. Come on. Showdown. Yep, you are out of bullets, Arnie. You know what it's time to do. I know I know it's a girl, but technically it's not. It's not working. <laughs> Her head just Linda Blared one time. Now this had to happen, because Arnold had to get his ass kicked by a girl. It, I mean it had to happen. Damn. Now, here's a question for the fans out there. How many times has Arnold gotten into fight sequences in a bathroom? Because the first thing I thought of with this, uh, outside of the shitty CGI that they're doing sparingly, um, first thing I thought of, in, like, as far as Arnold and bathroom fights was True Lies. Which is top five Arnold movies of all time, by the way. Oh, there goes the sunglasses. Damn. She is... She is kicking his ass, man. And I love how when he was whooping her ass, she's just so unimpressed. Now that was a little crazy. But she wrapped her legs all up around him and spun around like that. It's just, they, they went fucking bonkers with the CG in this movie, man. I feel like they would have slowed down a little bit, man. The fight sequences and everything was just so fast-paced. Ugh. This was a little different to see. Because Arnold's been fucked up before. But this one, she's about to, like, rewire his whole, you know... But to see his head just dangling off of, you know, metal. If y'all don't get the hell up and run, that thing don't even know where it's going. There you go. 
Damn, somebody had to do it. Yeah, she's a badass. Okay, that's just weird. We don't need you to, you know, put your Oedipus Complex shit into this movie. TX turns corners like she's ripping the runway each time. It's like she's ripping the runway, but she's got somebody to kill at the same time. Now, TXC, she's so extra. She just got the flamethrower while she's running down the hallway, that little-ass hallway. She don't even know what she's doing. She's just trying to murder at this point. Oh, that magnetic field. That's that Ghost in the Machine shit. Y'all can check out my commentary for Ghost in the Machine. That's an that's a underrated-ass 90s movie I feel like the world was not really ready for. The effects don't hold up. I mean, the practical effects, sure, but the effects, CG, don't hold up well at all. But. All right, why don't y'all leave? All right? Just trust the process, you know. Trust fate that she's supposed to just melt right there. Come back to the world, Arnie. Yo, his head dangling like damn near on his... I mean, not even damn near. It is dangling on his back because the way she, she... You know, the way she fucked him up. Well, not anymore because he's putting his head back on his shoulders. But the way it was dangling on his back definitely looked like that zombie, that that terrible CG zombie that was in Land of the Dead. It was a priest zombie, I think. She could just weasel her way out of any situation. Oh, you trained on it. That's lucky. Because we would have been assed out, baby girl. I, listen. He's trying to let him know.
Nice stunt double, Nick. I mean, John, whatever you want to be called in this film. Nah, I think this is Arnold just really... He, he, I think he had enough of Nick-style shit throughout this movie. He's like, I've had enough of you trying to bring this movie down, and this was just Arnold Schwarzenegger literally out of character about to whoop his ass. My CPU is intact, but I cannot control my other functions. You don't have to do this. You don't want to do this. Desire Damn, he's trying to abort. Damn. He messed up that perfectly good leather jacket, too. What is your mission? Ensure the survival of John Carla and Catherine Brewster. You are about to fail that mission. And he took that personally. Arnold's kind of scary in this moment. I'm not going to hold y'all, man. Like, the whole, you know, half of his face is messed up. Him just, he, he's trying to abort the mission, but he can't. Now he's just, you know, playing like a live action mini game in Street Fighter 2. You know, when you beat the shit, you got to beat the shit out the car in Street Fighter 2. Here's a little tip for anybody that still plays those throwback games like Street Fighter 2. When you're doing that mini game, right, and you have to beat the hell out of the car before the time limit runs out, pick E Honda and do the 100 hand slap. I guarantee you it'll get you there a hell of a lot faster. It's just a little cheat code that ain't a cheat. No, he didn't. He's just voguing. That little ass plane, like, there's no way, yo. I don't know. For some reason, I thought that was the end of the movie. But I, I remember TX comes back. But how the hell did... How? 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 Wait. How? How now, brown cow? How the fuck did TX find them when they're flying over, like, the Mexican coast or something? Yeah, stop being such a Debbie Downer. Okay, he restarted, so how the hell do they find 
And even Arnold's looking, he, he's looking like I swore this movie was over two acts ago. Okay, so they made it to the bunker from Day of the Dead. Now, I still need answers as to how the hell TX and Arnold catch up to them. And he still got that extended clip inside that handgun. That jaw is crazy. The clip is longer than the barrel of the gun. Ugh, and it spits out like a thousand bullets with just one tap of the trigger. Good lord. Apparently he just, you know, he's James Bond and Goldeneye. He just got clips to spare. I think this is some kind of blast door. You think? I'd be scared to even go in there and, you know, somebody could tell me anything. Yes, this is the only thing that's going to protect you from Judgment Day. Cool, but, I, I, you know, that door is like reinforced super steel from the military. They just they just press him whatever. He's like, actually that was wrong, but you know, let's just keep guessing. God, that fucking CG helicopter looks like shit. Yo, the CG in this jaw is just ugh. Some of it's okay, but a lot of it is garbage. It just looks bad. And I really don't, I don't think they had uh, more money with this film than they did for Terminator 2. That's more like it, Arnie. Everywhere they go, they just just destruction follows. I'm back. That CG is actually it's it's all right. Where Arnold's got literally got half a face. whole left side of his body is just trashed i'd have been like nope nope because if you slip up then that's do that door is gonna crush me and that's it and i would hate to die that way now this is a nod to the original because tx is just full skeletal mode and, um, you know, she's like, you know, just the upper torso. 
and that's kind of how not kind of but that's how you know the T-800 was in the first movie when Sarah killed him She's like, get off me. The TX can growl like an animal. You are terminated. I know that's right. Let's get another CG explosion. Now, wouldn't it be crazy if the debris just hit John Connor in the head and he died? Then what happens to the franchise after that? She's still, she's still even trying to process everything. She's just looking like, why are you so okay with this? But she don't even know what he has seen prior to this film. And the shit that his mom, you know, taught him about. like a home theater but just a bunker I like it colors all wrong for me but I like it I like what they've done with the place Calm down, sir. You want you you know you 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 waited until the very end of the movie to try to give your acting chops. I get it, sure, but no. Pull back a little bit, bro. The movie's over. We got like five more minutes.
was his mission. Paul Winfield. That was his name, people. The guy whose name I couldn't think of that was in the first Terminator movie. The black guy. He was a Lieutenant Traxler. And I'm mad I'm late as shit. Like, I'm two hours later. Like, I got it. But no, yeah. Paul Winfield was that actor's name who was in the first Terminator. I, I almost got him confused and called him Lance Henriksen. Two different colors, right? I told y'all it would come to me sooner than later. I didn't even look it up, honestly. I had to think of what other movies he was in. He was in um, he was in Dennis the Menace, and he was in The Serpent and the Rainbow. I'd have been on the other end of the radio like you ain't John Connor nigga stop playing over where's the other guy Edward Furlong and you know I, to to this movie's credit they were on the right track, so I feel like the direction they went in with Terminator Salvation was the right direction. I feel like the first four movies were on the right track, story-wise, but just execution. If there's there's three there's three different executions for the movies that come after the first one. That's a vicious shot right there. Just all the rockets just going into the air like that. I should have realized our destiny was never to stop Judgment Day. It was merely to survive. Those shockwaves, boy, just taking everything out. That that shot right there where the bombs are just going off over the earth. That's vicious. That's probably the most expensive shot they had in the entire film. And they literally are going off everywhere all over the earth. Maybe the future has been written. I don't know. All I know is what the Terminator taught me. Never stop fighting. <laughs> and I never will. And then towards the end, he's like, wait, is this thing even on? <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yep. So there's that. And uh, I don't think back then we had post credit sequences, so we don't have to stick around and wait for that. Oh, people. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Now, I, I, I'll give this movie a six and a half out of ten. You know, why I can't give it a 10? For all the obvious reasons I stated throughout the entire commentary. This is um, this is not a good follow-up to something like Terminator 2. And this is definitely not better as a predecessor to something like Terminator Salvation. 
So where do I fall with this movie? There is a lot of bad character moments in here. There is a lot of bad CG in here. I feel like Claire Dames, for the most part, for whatever emotional weight she tried to bring to the film, she is the saving grace of this movie. And it's nothing against Arnold Schwarzenegger. We know, if there's one thing we know in these movies, even in the bad ones, I ain't saying no names, Terminator Genesis, Arnold Schwarzenegger is there to do one thing and one thing only. He's there to be a Terminator. You know, whether he's good, whether he's bad, Arnold has to be intimidating. One of the things I hated about this, and I said this early on, they came in here fucking like acting like it was a joke. You know, Arnold walks into the male, you know, the, walks up to the male dancer and, the, and, you know, it's ladies night at the strip club. He's got those fucking glittery star glasses on. Y'all came in here playing. Y'all playing too much. And it's one of the and they didn't even care. It seemed like they didn't even really try to get anybody that was even halfway as likable and charismatic and badass as edward furlong and edward furlong was a kid in that last movie you get an adult actor that can't even fill the shoes of a child actor that's a pretty big insult right there man um the the guy that plays you know captain brewster's dad he's a pretty you know underused character they didn't really do a lot with him and i think he's a pretty decent actor and I, it was good seeing dr silberman back in in this movie but he was he was wasted he was only in there for like five minutes but I get it. They didn't want to do too much of a repeat of the second movie than they were already doing. But it's just this movie and, and Kristana Loken's OK as, a, as as the TX. But it just was like she was she was overshadowed by all the CG effects. And I get it. She she did a lot more cooler things as a Terminator in this time around. But one of the things that made Robert Patrick so scary and intimidating was the fact that outside of the liquid metal, you know the liquid metal antics he still was scary he still was intimidating he still was a force same thing with arnold in the first movie but she's just her performance is completely outshined by these special effects these bad special effects at times man but she's okay man i, I get what they were going for like i said story-wise they were on the right track but this just they they tried to I don't know if they tried to outdo Terminator 2. Maybe in some parts they did. Maybe in some parts they didn't. But it just didn't hold a candle to the second one. This isn't even better than Terminator Dark Fate for me, honestly. And there's a lot of things wrong with that movie. But, like I said, it's not worse. It's not as bad as um, Terminator Genesis. That is the worst in the series for me. But this one, you know, 6.5 out of 10 people. That's as fair as I can get with it. But there are good good moments scattered throughout the movie. It's okay. It's not a great Terminator movie. Um... Will we ever have a Terminator movie ever again that may be better than this? Uh, absolutely. I feel like if they try hard enough, they can try to revive this series and breathe some type of life back into it and not be as fucking repetitive as they have been doing. Even with the new things that they try in the series, it's like they're, they, they'll be off to a good start and then they'll just go right back to the same shit over and over and over. But, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, man. I wish Terminator was one of my favorite sci-fi action franchises. And I, I want to say it's more of a guilty pleasure franchise because there are more, you know, weak entries than good entries. Or it might be half and half, honestly, because there's what, six movies and a TV show. So yeah, it's half and half. One, two and four are the best ones. And then three, five and six are like, eh, y'all all right. Y'all ain't all that, but y'all all right. The people... Y'all already know where to go, man. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Pod B, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. 
Follow me on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs, and shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. I'm not going to hold y'all. This will probably be out in the morning because it is late as fuck, and I was definitely cutting it close, but um, you know, I had to get some type of content out there today the day did not go as planned as far as content but had to get something out there and i figured you know i I did the first two commentaries for uh the first two terminator movies so i said let's just jump back into this series i also do have to finish the resident evil series off uh just all over the place people but we know on the tutor reviews podcast shit happens but i appreciate y'all tuning in man and y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one